minutes to two and it's the one two three show now i don't think a day goes by when we don't hear or see news about how our oceans are suffering and how we need to pay more attention to do our bit to save the environment well hong kong based maker bay is actively doing just that they run six youth centers focused on projects and activities that have a social and environmental impact one of their recent initiatives is the Ocean Youth Programme. With me in the studio to tell me all about it is Chiki Bhavnani, CEO of Maker Bay, and three of the 12 students chosen to work on this exciting project, Shirley Wong, Emma Wong, and Christy Wong. Good afternoon to you all. Hello. Hello. I don't think we've had so many people in the studio for a long time, but it's great to have you here. Now, before we actually talk to you, let me first of all talk to Chicky. And Chicky, for people who um, don't know much about Maker Bay, do tell me a little bit about it first. Um, thank you so much for having us on the show, uh, Sabia. Uh, so Maker Bay is a makerspace for uh, uh, social and environmental impact. And uh, to put it in simple words, I think it's a space for anybody who would like to create something. And uh, this could be an artist, an architect, or a designer. And we also do things with uh, robotics, AI, um, uh, coding, STEM. So I think I would say that Makeaway is a space for creation. And we realize uh, the founder of Makeaway came to Hong Kong about six years ago. And uh, he created Caesar. Uh, yes. yes, he was on the show some time ago. Yeah, for, so he created yeah. a makerspace in his garage, which is quite <laughs> unusual in Hong Kong. And this was in Yonglong because he was working on robotic boats wow. and he needed a space to make the boats. And six months down the line, he um, thought that, OK, if I need a space like this, I'm sure there are many out there who need it. And that's how Maker Bay got started. And I think it's just grown organically. We didn't even have in mind that this is what we're going to do. It was just merely a space for people to come in and do their stuff. But we've actually engaged with a lot of schools, universities, and we work with young people um, around Hong Kong. So I think it's kind of grown uh, from an individual to a community to a city um, organization. Sounds and fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Now, I know you do a number of projects, and yeah. I know you've been actively involved in doing things for the last couple of years now, but, but one specific project is this one that you have just recently launched, yes. and this is the Ocean Youth Project. So tell me about that. What's that all about? Yeah, so the Ocean Youth Project actually started about two, year, uh, two years ago mm -hmm. uh, when we screened a documentary called Chasing Corals. Uh, the idea was that we just shared it with the community and at the end of the documentary we had a panel discussion and that's when we realized that probably it's not just about us wat watching or advocating but there were a group of people who wanted to do something about it and that's where our first program came into being which is um, creating an ocean robot mm -hmm. which would uh, take pictures of the coral reefs because I'm not sure if everybody's aware but the coral there's a large decline in the coral reefs in uh, the world and it is like the um, uh, trees of the ocean the corals mm -hmm. and if you don't do something about it I think it's going to have an adverse impact so uh, we wanted to do something about it so and today there's not much documentation available so if you want to do something, you have to make people aware about it. So that's where the ocean robot came into picture, where it would take pictures of the reefs and stitch them into a map. And when we can share the evidence, I'm sure people would take action about trying to protect them. When we started the program, so it was just about building the robot. Mm -hmm. But then as we went ahead, we said, how about we engage the youth? And the whole program is designed to pick up people who are passionate, not necessarily with a uh, background in ocean or marine sciences, 
but somebody who has passion and we take them through a journey of falling in love with the ocean because if they love the ocean then they'll care about it and want to do something and i think one unique thing about the program is that it just doesn't focus on the engineering aspect of building the robot but it also has this art and design element to it so the idea was it could be anybody and there's a way for them to contribute towards kind of uh, saving the corals mm. so i think that's mm. what we tried to get uh, well it sounds like an amazing project yeah so now this project is that you have you built the robot or you're still looking to build this robot we have so yeah. there are different versions of the robot so okay. we have the f- i would say the probably the third version of wow. the robot yes cool so and it is doing the job it is going out there and actually yes. taking pictures and you've got good data yeah so what we're doing right now is actually looking at making it into a manufacturing we're looking at manufacturing it probably the first set of 100 units and that's where we are right now so wow. through the last 3 months we did enough research tried out different models and finally we have something which at least comes together and take the pictures fantastic yes. now we have these wonderfully enterprising students sitting here now how are they involved i'll go you know maybe what i'll do is i'll talk to each one of them and then find out a little bit how they're involved now emma you yeah. are sitting right next to um bhavnani now tell me um what exactly do you do how did you get involved in this actually i'm one of the staff in mcbay uh-huh. and i'm leading the program call ocean youth uh all the youth all the 12 youth is involved by me and and i just uh invite them to come to our screening to see uh watch the film called chasing corals and after that we will invite some expert like uh david baker and water Dalsanti uh some of the PhD student in City U- University and ask them to explain more about Hong Kong corals and after that some of the youth feel very interested in the in this program and then I will ask them to be have a interview with me and see how passion they have and how much they know about the ocean and after that we will provide some of the uh, lessons and some of the uh workshop to them and ask them to do something how can they uh, inspire the people to know more about the ocean just like because in hong kong most of the people know nothing about the ocean mm-hmm. and most of the time they just focus on their life so uh but but in hong kong actually the ocean is very nearby yeah, absolutely yeah <laughs> so uh we we hope that uh this kind of youth can inspire all the people in hong kong and tell them in hong kong actually we have corals Yeah. So you really kind of left it to them as to how they want to get involved, but you were choosing the right candidates and you were looking for 12 people was it? Yes. And they're almost like they become ambassadors then yes. who are going to go and spread the word about the yes. ocean and make sure. Yeah. But the initiatives that they do to actually raise awareness of it are totally up to them as to how they do them, right? Yeah. Great. Yeah. So Super. uh actually uh we will separate in three teams uh one is the art track and one is the design team and one is the engineer team engineer team will uh follow Caesar uh to design the the robot 
and the art team and the design team is planning how to involve other people or, or the public mm-hmm. uh, to be know more about our program and also know more about the, the corals in Hong Kong. Yeah. Mm. Okay, and now I've got Shirley and Christy here too, and now I assume you are one of the chosen few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, Shirley, let me just ask you, how, do, how was it for you? You came along and obviously Emma interviewed you. What did you have to sell then? What were you, how did you get in? Um, actually, I'm very passionate in ecology because I'm studying ecology and biodiversity at, at HKU and I'm a year four student and in the past I actually joined many uh, conservation work in local uh, communities and NGO. So actually I'm very uh, know about, I know much about this uh, conservation work in Hong Kong and I'm also studying marine biology at school, so but I didn't really know how to involve to protect the corals and protect some marine animals. So I want to join more programs to let me uh, uh, use my talent like design to uh, promote some conservation message to mm. the public. So you've got quite a role as ambassador to get out there and uh, you know spread the word. So yeah. have you got any kind of particular initiatives in mind that you would like to kind of put into action to get people re- responding? I'm sorry. Have you got anything particular in mind as to how you're going to get out there and get those people interested? Um, actually, I use some of the photographs and design to like uh, spread some words through social medias or some exhibitions. And sometimes I will host some activities with some NGOs and to promote some uh, conservation message of like uh, endangered species or ocean uh, message to the public and let them know that uh, the world is facing some challenges in this ecology world. Good, and it's going okay so far. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay, and let me ask you too now, how did you get involved? You came along and you were interviewed, so how was it? Yeah, so, um, okay, so nice to meet you all. And then um, actually my background is like study environmental management and technology at HKUSD. So I'm an ocean lover and an environmental lover uh, in the past. So I get involved so many programs like the conservation work in local, but also uh, international. So I really want to join, uh, I find it Maca Bay and this program is really amazing because I can uh, use some skills like not only I know about in the book, but then I can take action. So um, I, I, I have some technology uh, like uh, background, so I can use some uh, like te- uh, electronic uh, be- uh, knowledge and then apply it in the uh, robotics. So this is amazing to me. So I get involved into it. There's a lot there. My goodness, there's a lot <laughs> happening. Now, what um, what do you find? I mean, I could ask you, Chicky, actually, that, you know, what is the most challenging part of this um, this initiative that you've got? What have you found really challenging in all this? Because, I mean, you've obviously got some very bright students working with you and things. But what was hard about it? Um, I would say the most challenging one of them would be um, getting a commitment because I think this is this program was over three months, mm-hmm. so you needed commitment from uh, the young people to actually spend their weekends for nearly three months to come in every weekend and be wow. dedicated to this project. So I think that was one of the first things we were very keen t- 
to kind of because there was a lot that Makeaway was putting into the program. So we also wanted to make sure there was commitment from the other side. Uh, this program was free of cost, so we wanted to make sure there's um, equal partnership in this. So I think that was something which was challenging. Um, <clears throat> the second thing I think which was the objective as well. We wanted these 12 people to believe in themselves because very often what happens is if you don't have the exposure, uh, very often people don't even try it. So the idea was that if we could give them that platform where if it, it was okay to fail. So even if they wanted to have a art exhibition, very often you imagine, but you don't try it because you always have to get it right the first time. For us, we wanted to work with their passion and their ideas. Mm -hmm. So the whole program was designed to make sure that we could work with their ideas. So I think it took a bit of time for us to kind of take them to that level where we think they were capable of doing. So initially you start with something small and then you slowly build on it. So I think that was something which was challenging, but uh, that was also the objective. So we kind of knew that that was a challenge that we were going to face. So how long um, is this for in terms of them be being the ambassadors? The actual project is you've got yourself the ambassadors now. How long will they be in post to do this? Is this kind of almost like a lifelong commitment that you guys have made? How does it work? I think the idea was to take the first step, which is getting them to fall in love with the ocean. So over the 12 uh, weeks, we introduce them to different experts within and outside of Hong Kong, get them to speak to them, get real life experiences. Unfortunately, we couldn't be out there in the sea because of COVID as much as we would mm -hmm. have liked to, mm -hmm. but we did as much as we could. Uh, the whole idea is now that they have understood what they're capable of, what is out there which is at stake. We do hope that they can spread the message in whatever field they are. So irrespective of the university or schools or the jobs that they go to, okay. they take it forward. Okay. So, so we now, do hope it's a lifelong commitment. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well. I yes. think if they feel passionate about it now, it will yes. be something that stays in their heart anyway. Yeah. Now, girls, I'm going to ask you too that um, if I was to ask you, um, you want to get out there and obviously raise awareness of these issues. And obviously you have challenges too. So what is the one thing that you would like to get through to people? Obviously you're seeing different people all the time. You're going to schools, you're seeing just general public. Um, what is the one message that you want to get through to them? So if I ask each one of you, I'm going to start with Shirley. Um, actually, I would say that because not everyone love or everyone know about the ecology world. So actually, uh, the one thing that I think they should know about it is that the world is actually facing some like global warming or plastic pollution. This kind of problem is very serious in both terrestrial world and marine, uh, marine uh, world. So actually, I would like to say that not uh, not only some government or some NGO are doing their very best job to uh, protect this environment, but we also need to take a step more for, forward to like uh, use less plastic and be one of uh, part of the world to protect these uh, animals and environment so, the, so that uh, in our future we can have a better world to live. Mm -hmm. So that's how individual, I suppose I should also ask you at the end of that, uh, the what individual thing can we do? And you've just said it. And um, moving over to Christy, what do you, would you say? 
So I would say everyone, uh, like it, every individual matters. So like um, if we pay attention, like for for example, just a one behavior is like uh, brings so a big step to how to protect the environment. So for example, uh, so uh, maybe we uh, focus on the marine side. So um, you know nowadays uh, coral bleaching is so serious in the world. So maybe we just uh, take some behavior. For example, we use some environmentally friendly product so for example sunscreen is like uh it have this really big impact to the world so maybe everyone has the role to play so maybe we can step on step forward so i think the nature is is our future so we need to protect it what a lovely soundbite there that's good <laughs> emma okay, ask uh, you. for me i will think that everyone should bring your own bottle because uh Actually, in the world, you can see the waste about the plastic bottle is very horrible. Mm. And actually, in the in a film called Plastic Ocean, they said that the plastic waste is affect the coral bleaching mm. because they will cover their their survey, and then uh, the the corals cannot get the UV from from the from the environment, and after that they will die. So that is a kind of the a reason to let the the, the coral breaching. So I will ask them. Maybe you can bring your own bottle, just one bottle. That is fine. Mm. Yeah. I think um, I think the main thing is really that you know there is something that we can do as individuals, even yes. if it is a very small step, isn't yeah. it? that we can all do our little bit, but if everyone was to do that a little bit, yes. then it makes a huge, it's not just a drop in the ocean, yes. is it? It's a lot more than that. Yeah. Okay, so now the future, what um, what have you got planned? This, um, You know, these ambassadors are out there and they're going to hopefully getting, getting out there and spreading the word. What else do you see is going to happen now? So I think okay. what we want to do is probably take it to the larger audience now. Mm -hmm. uh, we have 12 ambassadors, but the idea is that in the coming six months to one year, we want to have more community outreach programs. Some of them are already planned. Um, so the, we are taking the uh, coral program to the Hong Kong schools, the local schools. We're going to engage about 40 local schools to be a part of the community, which is going to train the AI uh, for the corals in Hong Kong. Um, so I think, for uh, as I said in the beginning, that it started as an individual need and mm. community. Uh, so the vision has kind of is kind of coming together because we wanted to make sure that it reaches to each and every um, you know youth out there in Hong Kong and not be a privilege for a few individuals or people who can afford it. So hopefully, if people can see the connect between their actions and the larger impact. Um, I think that will be really um, good for us and in terms of taking the first step towards conservation. So uh, we do hope we should be um, talking more about the upcoming programs, which is more involving the community. And I think one thing which is very interesting, uh, which I would like to mention, is that in our programs we also want to involve parents because we feel that if the children have to make or the youth have to make a difference, we have to also yeah. educate the parents so that they see why is it so important. And also it's doable. Very often it's not that it's tough, but it's just because we don't know, we feel, oh, whether it's AI or whether it's technology, that's not something which we can go for mm. because we're not aware about it. So the new programs also involve initiators where we'll reach out to the parents, educate them about what's out there. 
and show them what support is available for the youth to actually take some of the actions That's forward. absolutely fantastic. There's so much there that I don't have any more questions to ask you. <laughs> such. And we're going up to the two o'clock news. But I just want to say, actually, if you want to have a look at the little documentary and, and more details about this, then you can also go to my website, uh, the RTHK Facebook page, Sadi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. And you can have a look. There's a little snippet from the little documentary they've made as well. And obviously, um, Chiki, if you want to give the details of Make a Bay, if people want to find out a little bit more about Make a Bay, if they want to get involved, um, they can just go straight to the website and go yes, from that. Yes, you can actually look at www.makeabay.net and you can find some of the upcoming programs and reach out to us to know more about uh, how you can get involved. Uh, we would be happy to have volunteers, mentors um, in Make a Bay. Great. Yeah, okay. Well, girls, I would like to thank you very much, uh, Shirley, Emma and Christy. I'm going to just ask you one more thing, actually. If I was going to just ask you to sum up something in one word, what it means to you, this project, I'll let you think for for about five seconds. So one word, and, and to you, actually, Chicky, one word as to what this project means to you. What's the word that you would use? I'm just giving them time to think now, you see. <laughs> I thought I'd just throw this at them. So what would you say then, Chicky? Well, passion. Passion. Yes. Okay. Emma, what about you? Love. Love. Yeah. Oh. Same. Love. Love. <laughs> I would say inspired. Okay. Well, uh, you certainly, I've certainly seen the passion and the love and the inspiration <laughs> from you guys today. But thank you so much for coming on the program today. And um, again, you know, you can go over to the website and you can see the details of this. Again, uh, my Facebook page is Sadi Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. There's some nice pictures up there too. And uh, we'll go over to the news at two o'clock.